Good morning and welcome to The Wise Why. I'm Kirsty Vanderbilt and this morning I am joined by another legend. This week it is Luigi Samaralgi and I hope I've said that correctly. It's taken me years to practice. I adore, I mean adore Gigi. I would not have any of the marketing nouns that I have today if I hadn't had Gigi as a mentor. But as usual, this show is not about me. It is about my guests. So, Gigi, please tell the audience all about yourself. First of all, buongiorno, hola, buenos dias, good morning. Thank you, Kirsty, to, to let me be your guest. Uh, you have been flattering me, so now I'm blushing and <laughs> I'm a bit tense because, <laughs> to be honest, even my wife says such good words about me. But anyway, <laughs> so that's me, uh, Luigi Salmeraghi. Uh, you can call me Gigi, uh, a short name of an already short name. Turning 50 in uh, a couple of months, married, father of a beautiful son, uh, three years old, a little, uh, a little monster, as I like to call him, and uh, spending my almost full professional life at dealing, because I joined dealing 22 years ago, when I had long hair passed down my shoulder, unbelievable, but I had done, and then uh, changing role uh, and role. So I'm very pleased to, to be here with you, Kirsty, and uh, doing this uh, fun interview with you for the next uh, half an hour, 45 minutes. It, it's okay. I want to just touch on something that you said there, because it's really important. Everybody gets nervous. Every single person, even the most experienced speaker, even myself, I get nervous and it's okay. So all I always say to people is take a deep breath, reset and accept nerves because honestly, it really doesn't matter because we all get it. We all have an R. So give yourself permission to be nervous. So on oh, that really? note, <laughs> I want to just, I'm going to ask you something that's a nice, simple question because I know that nerves are difficult. So, um, Dealing 22 years. And I've seen the Correct. pictures of you with long curly hair because you showed them to me. And what a lot of people don't realize is how much time we spent together in my little blue car. <laughs> I remember, I remember, I remember the, the, the miles that we spent on the M25 visiting customers, going to Milton Keynes, Basingstoke, or, or Telford. And uh, to be honest, when uh, I started uh, to, to help you and, and the, the British colleagues, uh, to, we said to reshuffle a little bit the UK channel. When you landed uh, uh, in that island, <laughs> I had a, a very, we can say, business English. So what I really loved of the time spent with you and with Paul, Simon, uh, and other colleagues uh, is you teaching me what we can call uh, colloquialism so this kind of uh, understanding the the local culture understanding the way you think the way you you do things and this happened exactly to me when i moved from italy to, to spain when i moved to spain i didn't speak uh, any single word of spanish and i learned spanish on visiting customers or on, on the road when i had the chance to to work closely with the french operation and it was exactly the same so i think that uh, and this is the best way to learn culture and about the country about people uh, traditions history is uh, being on the road uh, stuck in traffic in some great local around london paris or madrid uh, 
and uh, talking to people because uh, in the end this is the most important value you can get from everybody so talking to people and every day you can uh, go home and say well even today i learned something different from from kirsty from paul from antonio from lorenzo from anybody i had the, the chance to to sit in, in his or her car well, and I think what was lovely, and I, and I do mean this, was I, I remember teaching you get your ducks in a row, which is what I put in the post. Right. And and I remember you using it. I remember yeah. we went round um, a couple of distributors, and I, I won't shut them out because I'll miss one out, and then they'll all get upset. But we were going around doing our quarterly business reviews, and I remember you sat down and said, "Let's get our ducks in a row," and everybody looked and went. And then there was this lovely laughter. And what one of the things that you've left me with this is this curiosity, this desire yeah. to constantly look further. Look at there's there's that. And then what can I see further? So can you explore a bit more about the curiosity and why it's so important to you? And because you instilled it in me. Yeah. Well, my curiosity started many, many years ago when I was still a student uh, at um, Milano University. I was studying a uh, telecommunication engineering and all of a sudden it was my last year at the university i saw in a board a job post a marketing agency was looking for an html java programmer so there was a telephone number and i called the number saying well i'm graduating at milano university i have still one year to go can i have a talk with you can i have an interview and they told me yes come tomorrow and I was not expected for such a, a quick reply. And I didn't have a resume. I didn't have anything written because I was still a student. So that night, I spent a couple of hours programming and I did my own web page. So when I went to the interview, the owner of the marketing agency who was 60 by the time. He told me, ah, what is your resume? And I just opened my notebook and I was showing him my web page, so my personal web page. And the following question he did me is when you can start. Okay, so this is a, and um, uh, from this person, from uh, uh, Carlo, his name of the owner of the, of the company now, he can rest in, in peace. Uh, he, he had a clear vision. He was working in a very traditional PR agency, marketing agency, and it was around 90, 1995, 1996, uh, when he told me, hey, Gigi, internet is going to change the way and we interact and we do business. So I want to set up a smaller uh, programming team because I want to sell uh, internet services uh, to my customers, to my clients. Can you imagine in 1995 visiting a company selling and telling you need a website, a web what? Internet. Internet what? Nobody was understanding because everybody was doing business with, with fax and a telephone. And uh, so my curiosity was uh, moving from uh, a pretty engineering uh, job, programming, uh, to start visiting customer with my boss because he had the vision, but he didn't have the expertise to explain what the uh, internet and what a website could do. And from uh, a pure engineer, I moved to project manager, interacting with customer. And I realized that uh, from customer, you can learn a lot. So making question, uh, uh, applying what you call active listening, okay? And uh, it was very, very important. And I do remember that one of the first customers we had was Intel, a chipset manufacturer. And we went and we had to prepare uh, a newsletter about uh, an interface that was going to change the way we communicate. 
and we're talking about this interface in cars and everywhere. It was 1996, the name of the interface was Universal Serial Bus, that now we call USB. So for me, it was like an haha moment when I understand that, when I understood that somebody in 1995 was already predicting the futures and talking about something that today everybody knows what USB is. So my curiosity started from that. Then I had the chance to, to meet my, my boss, Stefano, you, you know him as well. And he told me, well, we're looking for somebody to open the Spanish and Portuguese market. You need some technical skill because we're selling networking switches, network interface cards. Um, you are an engineer, but do you think that you can do the job? And they said, well, I'll give it a try. And then he told me, well, if in the first year everything is fine, we probably need to open and set up the Spanish branch office. Would like to move to Spain 12, 18 months, no more, and then come back to Italy and we can find a new job, a new role for you. And I said, well, hey boss, let's give it a try. I moved to Spain. I had the chance uh, to open the Spanish branch office, meet a lot of people, and somebody of the people I met are still working with me at dealing in Spain. And then uh, it is a history because uh, it were not a, a 12 or 18 months period. It was 22 years when I moved to Spain, married, son, mortgage, everybody has. Uh, and then uh, from uh, 20, 2005, 2006, when the Spanish branch office was going well, a good market share, good results, good KPIs. Uh, and I was thinking, well, nothing. And finally, I can enjoy a good time, a good life in Spain. My boss, always see him, he told me, hey Gigi, could you help me with the Italian market of the French operation? And I started what I call my gypsy life, because from Monday to Thursday, Monday to Friday, I was away from home and traveling and having the chance to, to meet a lot of people, colleagues, customers, and I have very, very, very good memories of those times and today times as well, for sure. So my curiosity started many, many years ago when I met this gentleman, that told me internet is going to change the way we communicate and we will make business. So I, and one of the things that really struck me about when I first met you and it, and it, it, it still sticks and you were right. So it's this curiosity, this visionary uh, way of looking at things. And I remember sitting in meetings with you in 2011, 2012, so it must be around yeah. there. Um, and you were pulling out your iPad and there you were using OneNote and telling everybody to use LinkedIn. And I remember sitting there going, LinkedIn? What's LinkedIn? I don't even think I'd, I don't even know if I was on LinkedIn at that point, but you were there. You were dropping the electronic, you were dropping the business cards and you were connecting with people in real time. And it was yeah. absolutely inspirational. Now, I didn't really understand the power of that until the last year when I set up my own business. But the way you network and the way that you are with people, and one of the things that I've seen before on, on this live that we do, is we talk about how you value every single person in the team and how important it is to ask everyone's opinion. And that's something that you always did. I mean, you came to me and you said, do you want to join Dealing? Because I was on a maternity cover and I was like, I do, but I don't know where my, I, I, and you were like, well, you're a creative. 
marketing and channel comms. And I remember clearly you sitting me down, <laughs> me feeling incredibly overwhelmed. And I will say I was more than overwhelmed in that office, looking at these Excel spreadsheets going, I, I, I just frozen. And you simplified and you grabbed me and you mentored me so that I could go out and run the channel comms. And I, I honestly, I, I wish people, everybody should have a Gigi in their lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, LinkedIn saved my, my business life because of, I'm very organized, you know me, but I have a very bad memory about names of people. Okay, so unless I talk to somebody more than one time, I cannot, I'm not able to remember names or family names. So when I found that LinkedIn could immediately help you to link to somebody, so without exchanging business cards, without going back to the office and writing down the business card in your notebook, I immediately jumped on, on the platform. It was at the very beginning that the platform was launched. Then now LinkedIn changed a lot. So the, the secret of Gigi using LinkedIn is because of my bad memory. So I have to tell everybody. So I'm not a marketing guru or a visionary. I just bad memory. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, then it's true, then it's true. So don't believe me. Then something you said is uh, the way I, I, I manage my, my teams is exactly as, as you said. Before taking any decision, uh, somebody has to take a decision in a team. That's true. But before taking any decision, I learned from a Spanish colleague many years ago, uh, Ruben, that uh, to listen to everybody in the team, to give the right importance to anybody in the team, because you know more than one mind, more than four eyes can help to see things in a different way and bring different value to, to the same topic. So even today, rarely I take a top-down decision. I don't like this way of managing, managing the team or you know, taking decision. I always try that the decision is a kind of reason, common consensus, because if everybody feels to be part of a decision, the commitment and uh, from everybody is unique. So nobody likes to be, likes a top-down decision. Nobody likes it. Well, we have to understand because it's businesses, there is always a boss that we have to, uh, put in place top-down decision, but if instead of a top-down decision, you can make a, a decision that everybody is giving his own contribute to the decision, everybody will go for it. And in my opinion, this is the real key value of marketing. Okay, you know when when I started, when I moved from a, from a pure technical role, an engineer, to a sales and marketing role, the first book I bought, it was a Philip Kotler marketing Bible. Okay, so starting from the four pieces of marketing, then it became the forces of marketing. But I, I have to write Mr. Kotler and say, perhaps you are missing the most important P in marketing. It's not product, it's not placement, it's not promotion, it's not price, it's not position, it's people. Because it doesn't matter what you sell, it doesn't matter which company you are, it doesn't matter which role you are in the hierarchy of the company. But if you have good people around you, it doesn't matter which problem, which task you have to, to do, you have to accomplish, the good people will always help you and most of the time save you from very difficult situations. And to be honest with you, 
I feel very lucky because uh, uh, the, the people I had the chance to work with uh, have been very, very great professionals, but most important, very good people and friends. That's, that's important. So these are the most important lessons I always bring with me. And when I have the chance to talk with, with you or some people that are not working any, anymore with me, and they remind the, the good times we spent together and they tell me, hey, Gigi, I remember when you told me this, I remember when you explained how to do this and to do that, and I'm still using it. Uh, yeah. For me, is a, <clears throat> a prize, is an award for me that is more valuable or any other you know, uh, awards or you can get. From I, I wouldn't, honestly, I would not have been able to move on to the next role. I wouldn't be sitting here today running and doing, every time I, I write um, a post for Instagram and I think about, I, I run by the KISS principle anyway, but every time I'm writing a post for Instagram, I can feel the, the words, it's you and what's later sitting there going, who? Red Rod. <laughs> Love Rod. Um, but you and him sitting there going, who is your customer? <laughs> it's like, wow. And even now, I've got both of you in my ears as I'm writing my post going, who is my customer? Who am I talking to? Have I simplified it? Is it and, and all of those funda fundamentals are there because of the time I spent at dealing. And it bode me well when I moved to the next company because I went in and Obviously, I was setting up the, uh, a brand new channel at that point, and I didn't have marketeers. I didn't have the, I literally went, I've got to build it from scratch, which I don't think I realized when I took the job on, <laughs> including a price list. Uh, the price list was there, but I had to adapt it to work with the channel. So all of those things that you empowered me to do. Now, I remember downloading figures and you saying, know your number. And at the time when you first said it, I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I'll just look, I'll look like I do. And I remember walking out and I think I turned to Simon Fitch and went, what's he talking about? And Simon <laughs> went, seriously? But at that point, I was really green. You know, I hadn't long left the acting, presenting world. And here I was in the business world, very green. I learned quickly. And thanks to you, I did. So thank you. Obviously, you are one of my huge people that helped me along the way. So who's helped you? Well, talking about numbers, uh, one person helped me a lot, uh, and you know him uh, quite well, uh, he's uh, Stefano. I still remember the day I was in the office in, in Milan, and I was in front of my PC downloading some, um, some data, sales in, sales out data, and I was um, complaining because uh, revenues were not going in the directions we, we wanted. Uh, and I was thinking a loud voice, uh, and all of a sudden, and you realize that Stefano was uh, just behind my back and literally he slept on my on my neck he said hey what's happening hey stefano hey boss uh, what, what's happening he, and he told me gigi numbers are important it's good that you analyze number and you do all your forecast and analysis but looking at a display a monitor numbers will not change go out and visit your customers so this is another haha moment, and Stefan reminds me well that moment, and I understood that okay, it's important that analytics, business intelligence, uh, whatever you want, but in the end, business is done visiting customers, looking for new customers, spending a good and quality time with the customer, just talking about business, or just having a coffee, or a lunch, or, or a pizza, or, or whatever. 
visa is a, a very inspirational moment for, for my professional career. And another moment was uh, in Spain, we, I was visiting uh, Tegveta. We just started the business relationship with this big distributor in Spain. And after one month, the results were very poor. Believe me, it was a disaster. Revenues were not picking up. So I had a, a meeting with uh, uh, Juan Manuel Molina, who was uh, the head of the networking division at Tegveta Spain at that time. So in, we were in a meeting room and all of a sudden he told me, Vigi, stand up. I will explain you how to be successful. Wow. So I was expecting a kind of, I know, wow moment. So he took me out of the meeting room and he brought me to walk the sales floor. You know, the famous sales floor, how many times we visited and walked the sales floor closely together. Oh. And he told me, Gigi, see, these people are your success. You don't have to talk to me. You don't have to explain me how good the link is or what can we do together. You have to go there and conquer the mind, heart, and mind. Because only doing this, you will be able to make dealing successful, dealing of any other company, doesn't matter, to make successful your brand in a big distributor like Tech, Ingram, Esprit, and the MicroP, now Exertis. Okay, so. This was another haha moment, as you like to say, because I realized that numbers are important. You have to be precise, uh, accurate, but in the end, business goes down to person, to people again. So again, this P comebacks in my professional uh, life, my professional career, because without good people, you can do anything. It's so true. I remember the hours I used, and, and something that's really key to that, it's not just turning up one least sporadically it is it uh, i hope i said that correctly i probably didn't but it's not just turning up you know, intermittently it is consistency and one of the things we all know through the pandemic is consistency even on social media is so important it's that no like trust and reliability so i used to have and if you remember i used to have set a set routine that I used to go up and down the country. And I knew that every two weeks I was going to be in Accrington. I was going to be in Telford. And, and I, I used to have this really little plotted diary that I think was was actually booked up at the beginning of the quarter as we're ending a quarter going to the next one. So the end, the first week of the quarter, I would be sending out all my dates and then I'd get the, and they would be exactly the same as the quarter before. So I'd have a regular Tuesday in one and a regular, and that really did make a huge, huge difference. It's that consistency, the knowing, the like, the trust. And as you said, people buy from people. And as a new business owner, I'm out there networking now. So yes, 100% with you on that. People are so important. We've had a couple of comments this morning, and this is my yeah. glasses moment. So um, Ben Lewis has just joined us to say good morning. Now, I th I'm assuming this is for you, and I apologize if I get the name wrong. Antonio, it's me from Antonio Navarro. Yes, my is the Spanish country manager. Hola, Antonio. <laughs> oh my God, he's watching. <laughs> and breathe. Remember what I said before we went live? Breathe. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to tell everybody about this. So, when you get nervous, no matter where you are, if you're on a live interview or your public speaking one of the things you can do is a quick reset and this is where you hold your wrist wait to feel your pulse take a breath in tip your head slightly further down and smile like the cheshire cat think less and start again so there's a quick reset for everybody 
free of charge from the internet. <laughs> Knowing <laughs> voice at the end of a stream. <laughs> yeah. And Annette says, I agree that working with people uh, in, is the basis of good business. So some lovely comments this morning. Um, along the way, because yeah. 22 years with the same company is incredible. Absolutely incredible. And one of the things that I love about you is your positivity and your drive. And when you and Stefano arrived in the UK, we all went, oh, because you both arrived like you were suave, you were sophisticated. And you walked in and we all went, oh, okay. Wasn't quite expecting that. And uh, <laughs> so whilst you were sitting in the airport, was there ever a point in your gypsy life that you just thought, I want to just be in Spain. I just want to settle. I want to go back to Italy. Was there any moment where you just went, why am I doing this? Or did you always, because I, for me, you always looked like you just loved it. You always looked like it was picking up that bag and flying off was your thing. <laughs> to be honest, I loved it and I still love it. So again, for sure, there are many moments when you're stranded in some airport because your flight is delayed or many times canceled, but uh, you could zoom at everything, so okay. And I say, why am I here? I would like to be at home. I would like to be my family. But again, um, if you do something, I I really love my job is uh, uh, how much I'm passionate about it. So okay, because I really enjoy being with people uh, and uh, enjoy the good quality time I could spend with people. So you're right. Sometimes you can be tired, especially. Thursday, Friday evening, when you have to fly back, you have tired the long weekend on, on the road, especially when I was on the M25, what a nightmare I had on that highway. <laughs> but anyway, apart from the M25, uh, but to be honest with you, I, I never regret uh, spending time out of home. To be honest with you, now that uh, I have a three years old boy, uh, the pandemic, notwithstanding how tough and dramatic it was the situation gave me the opportunity to enjoy some moments of my son that i would have missed forever okay especially you know uh, your mom you have a six yeah. years old uh, little one uh, especially in the early years uh, they're like sponges so every day there is something new to discover and they want mom and dad to be with them so uh, spending more time at home in the last couple of years uh, gave me the opportunity to enjoy my little one. And for me, it has been a nice, extraordinary experience. Uh, because uh, as you can learn from uh, grown-up people, uh, you learn even much more from uh, a two years or a three years old boy or girl. So again, going back to people. And sometimes um, they hit, Massimo, let me... Uh, see things in a different way because there is not only my point of view but his point of view notwithstanding is only three years old is as important as mine or even more important because he is a is a young he's a young man he's a boy he's a child so, so i've got one more question because we, we we have to unfortunately I, I i keep these quite unfortunately but fortunately i keep them quite short and snappy i want to there's two things i want to do one i want to ask you about what you did during lockdown because i think it's inspiring and two then you get to turn the tables on me so on that i'd like to uh, explore how and why because i think this is beautiful how how you started to learn piano <sighs> piano is um, 
it's my wife's fault to be honest with you <laughs> because uh, uh, we were back from our honeymoon and all of a sudden when i entered home i found a piano in the living room so i had two options two choices or ask for a divorce after one week of marriage or start learning piano <laughs> so divorce was more 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 expensive than starting learning piano so i i i i decided to go that way because since i was young i i listened i i liked music and uh, i didn't have the chance or the opportunity to to learn how to play a, an instrument and piano for me is the king of the instruments so I took a, a, a piano teacher every week coming at home. And then in these two years, not traveling and of pandemic, I had the chance to improve my poor piano playing. And as I told you, it's the only way I can completely relax and win down. Because, you know, I spent a lot of time running, doing triathlon, but even when I run, even when I bike, even when I swim, my mind is still thinking, okay? Is not thinking as I'm at work, but still thinking. When I started playing piano, I realized that you have to think only on your right hands, left hands, pedals, piano score, and it's very, very difficult, especially if you start at my age. So especially at night when Massimo sleeps, my wife, she's working or sleeping, I took half an hour, 45 minutes to, to relax to just be with myself with my piano score and it's a good experience so now i'm very thankful that my wife decided to to buy a piano for me and i didn't ask for divorce at that moment <laughs> and, and you're brilliant at it absolutely i mean i got to see it and i know you can't play it today which is a shame i might just get you to to drop a that's video good for your that's good for your <laughs> viewers and listeners it is, but it was, uh, no, no, you were brilliant. You were absolutely brilliant. So this is where you get to turn a question on me and I have no idea what it's going to be. So fire away. <laughs> I have a bet with my husband on this, but I'm hoping it's not that. <laughs> no, no, no. The question I have for you, Kirsty, is that <clears throat> how have you found the strength and uh, willingness to start your own business? Because uh, you, you when i met you you started a dealing you were and you are a very quick learner so you pick up quite early quite quick sorry all the uh, variables and uh, mechanisms of uh, managing distributors then you have the chance to be in different companies then all of a sudden uh, i saw you on linkedin uh, setting up your own business uh, i want to ask you how did you make that step and how how is it so I made the step so I could be at the school gates and that's no secret. I wanted to be there for our daughter as much as humanly possible. I wanted to, have, and I couldn't find, so let's be, rewind. And, and I couldn't find a job that would give me the summer holidays. And I looked at being a teaching assistant. I looked at different things. I looked at potentially doing my, going back and doing a, a PGCE, I think it is, to be a drama teacher. And then there was an opportunity that in theory I could have moved to Holland we didn't go and the business has changed and I will say that the original plan for the business is very different to what I do and things evolve and you set up your company you put your LinkedIn page out there and then it really is about niching down and honing into what your speciality is and I found that 
with the birth of video, there is this need for somebody to be able to coach somebody to be on camera. There is still a need for public speaking. So that comes in hand in hand. But there's also this missing element in video marketing. And this missing element means that you've got this wonderful videography company and they are absolutely stunning at what they do. Then you've got the marketing team of the company and you may have a script writer and you may have a director and a producer. What you don't have is somebody making sure that the presenter is on brand and delivering the key messages in the style that the company wants. And that's where I come in, I fix everything together. So I will go and source you, and a couple of weeks time, we've got a couple of videographers coming on. I will force source you a videography team. I can source you a director, I can direct. I can source you a producer, I can source you a writer. I'm not a writer, but I can write scripts. And all of those things can be pulled together and work with your marketing uh, marketing team and ensure that the brand standards are delivered. Now, I've got a huge experience because I worked in event marketing, I've worked as a presenter, I've worked as an actor. So I've got the on-camera, but I've also got the brand understanding and the business acumen because I worked in business for over 10 years. So understanding what works on paper plus the, the emergence of the use of video created opening doors consultancy, public speaking on camera, using your voice online. And that is what I do. I am the keystone, as someone pointed out to me yesterday, of any video marketing campaign. I'm the hub. So it's like, mm. you come to me and it's like, well, I'll do all of those problems and I'll bring it together and I'll take your pain away. And I had that on my website till yesterday and about third page in. And uh, my business mentor went, no, move it so it's now on the front page as my landing page so what i would say about setting up your own business is learning to get rid of your cloak of invisibility thank you joy foster takes a long time yes. takes a very long time and actually it takes about a year and a half to really hone what you are doing then you get to where you are but as a business owner you have to remember what you give and not what you do and I got that wrong. So I've learned a lot. <laughs> and how how do you feel on the very day one? So the day before <laughs> you were employed working for company ABC, your monthly salary benefits and your your life, your business life were shady. Okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden, day one, you decide to set up your own company no customers, no invoices to issue, nothing to do all by yourself. Uh, it's not a bit frightening? It's overwhelming, but the drive to be at that school gate is more than the overwhelm. And the drive to be there in the summer holidays is more than any overwhelm ever will be. So imposter syndrome was there, beat it down. I crocheted a jumper and people know this. So. Um, I beat all of that down. I still get it. I'm not going to sit there and say I don't. I still get overwhelmed. I still get imposter syndrome. I have it all the time. Uh, every morning I wake up and go, am I going to do this? Yes, I've got a mountain to climb. I get my structured book. I write down what I need to do. I, I work out. And I've, one of the things that I've learned to do this year is I've stopped multitasking, as you used to say to me in the car, I remember, are you multitasking again? Um, I don't multitask any longer. I switch task. That's the biggest learning that I got from setting up my own business 
is I have to switch task, not multitask. And I can't wait to bring in more staff. I am really excited about that moment. So yeah, it's it's a really lovely feeling to know that I am building something and that I will take the leadership skills with me that you taught me. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Well, about multitasking, I have to say that little by little, I'm also switching tasks and doing one task at a time. And this is also because of a book I read. I don't know if you know the history of William McRaven, the Navy officer, make your bed every day. I don't know. It, it, I will. I will. I will text you the, the link to his. Speech. Drop, drop it into the drop it into the chat because a lot of people will. I will. I will. Okay, yeah, a lot I of people will, will pick pick up on that. Unfortunately, because I have to, I keep this short. We're going to have to go, and I would spend the whole day talking to you because I have and you know five hours in, in the car I cannot thank you enough know. uh we've had some lovely comments um sorry from Paula Cannon oh thank you Paula sorry she was a bit late you don't need to worry we we there's no this is not work thank you so much I've really thank appreciated you, it thank you bye bye ciao, ciao. <laughs>